I want you to know some key tips, key takeaways, so you can leave here feeling empowered, encouraged. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wholehearted Health Podcast. I'm your host, Elsie Seberg. And on this show, we are going to chat all things nutrition, mindset, and fitness to help you find your balance in your health journey and feel the most confident and free by making sense of one topic at a time. Welcome back, you guys. I cannot believe it's already almost the end of January. I had some goals for this year to kind of just work on letting go of needing to control everything, having to, you know, many expectations that just leads to disappointment. And that's something honestly over the last couple of years that I've been working on. And boy, have I had opportunity in the last 27 days of the beginning of 2023 to practice that. Um, There's been a lot of just personal challenges and like in my personal relationships, in my business, in my own health journey where I just need to learn to surrender a little bit. And it's been really good. So if you are, you know, whether you had physical goals, mental goals, if you're struggling to see them through, even at the beginning of this year, just in the first month or so, it's not too late. I've had some wins. I've had some losses. I've had some learning opportunities. You know, I like to look at challenges in that way of like, okay, that didn't go well. How can I handle that better next time? But I'm really excited for this episode because I've been having so many amazing discovery calls with you guys, uh, with potential clients about people who are like, holy crap, Elsie, I see your content about reverse dieting and it's speaking to me. And I want to talk today about three really key ways that you can have success and how to do a reverse diet the right way. And then three big caveats and um, ways that you can mess up a reverse diet pretty easily. So three mistakes that you want to avoid making. So the first of three big mistakes that I see people make when it comes to reverse dieting, and if you're new here, go back and listen to some of the deep dives on reverse dieting. But essentially, this is the process of rebuilding your metabolism after a period of chronic dieting, after a period of under eating, when you have slowed down important processes in the body. And really, this is something you that happens without you being aware of it sometimes because your body's just trying to keep you alive. So when you are trying to increase your metabolic rate and go through that process of reverse dieting, maybe you're trying to just increase your maintenance, you want to keep the results that you got through dieting without gaining the fat back. There are three big mistakes that I see people make and it makes it just happens naturally usually we're just stubborn humans, but we want to make sure that we aren't doing these things because they're going to prolong the process, make it a lot harder, and make it a lot more stressful than it needs to be. The first one is having a scarcity mindset. So maybe you're still in that diet, like less is more, trying to eat the same low calories mindset, and it's not going to serve you. Like if you're still trying to save all of your food for the end of the day or eat as low calorie as possible, because you're worried about running out of macros, or maybe you're still choosing the lowest calorie foods, thinking that like, that's going to make you feel better. And then you get overly full or things like that. You know, I see this a lot manifest with people choosing really high volume foods in a reverse. Part of it is 
you want to be focusing on rebuilding trust with your body phys- physiologically and psychologically. So if you're not letting yourself have the foods that you had placed off limits, a huge part of reverse diet is challenging those food rules, challenging those things that were off limits, rebuilding trust with your metabolism. A big part of that is reducing stress and the psychological stress of obsessing over food and calories is really not productive. So we want to focus on establishing food freedom as a part of the process. And if you're not doing that, if you're trying to reverse and still eat super low calorie, you're hurting yourself and you are probably going to be uncomfortable in the process because let me tell you, eating super high volume foods and like huge salads and things like that, when you're trying to increase food, you're going to be uncomfortable. Your digestion is going to be a wreck. You're going to be bloated. Like it's just not a fun time. So focus more on inclusivity, ditch the scarcity mindset, stop pretending like you're still dieting. If you're trying to increase food, get some lower volume foods in there, get some really nutrient dense, you know, delicious, nourishing foods that are going to fuel your digestion, going to fuel your energy, fuel your performance, and also like be good for your mind, body, and soul. The second thing that I see happen so commonly, and this goes for anybody, not just people reversing, is letting the scale hold you back. If you obsess over that scale number, you are going to see that number bop up and down one or two pounds as you increase food, and you're going to let it run the show. You're going to let it run your mood, and it's going to hold you back. Like, remember, the number on the scale is not showing your body composition changes. You don't know how much your dream body weighs yet. So having a goal weight in mind, honestly, in any scenario, like I want to weigh X amount of pounds, that is holding you back from progressing. Like if you are going into a reverse diet with the goal of seeing that number go down, you're not setting yourself up for success. I use it as a tool and a point of met- like progress, yes, in terms of like we're watching that point of biofeedback, but we are not basing our like success in a reverse off of the scale. I see people look wildly better at a higher weight. I see people weigh exactly the same and change their body composition drastically. And it's just not healthy to be so tied to that scale as like a metric of your worth or a metric of progress. I I do support and I do have my clients utilize it simply because I want us as women to just learn detachment from that number. I want to be able to weigh myself and I can. I can weigh myself and not let it ruin my day. It is simply a point of data to me. That was not always the case. So I usually do have my clients weigh in simply to show that like, hey, look at this we're looking at weekly averages, we're looking at trends, and it doesn't mean a thing. You're still an awesome person. You're still doing great. If you're consistent and you are feeling good, who gives a crap what that number says? So do not self-sabotage every time you see that number go up or down, because honestly, it is going to happen. Like when you're in a reverse, especially We want to wait until we see that number maybe start to level out. We don't want to see that consistently go up unless we're trying to gain. But we want to make sure that that is not the only thing we're looking at. We're looking at pictures. We're looking at how you feel. We're looking at performance in the gym. We're looking at strength. We're not looking just at how much did I weigh this week. That is simply just such a small-minded way to hold yourself back in a reverse. 
So the third way that I see people often self-sabotage in a reverse is stressing about the timeline. So if you're still asking yourself or your coach, hey, when can I diet next? Or when can I cut? We're missing the point. Like our goal in a reverse is to take a break from focusing purely on fat loss or purely on dieting. That doesn't mean we're not making progress. That doesn't mean we're not able to lose fat. That means that we're trusting our body to let us know when we're at a point where we are ready to diet again or ready to cut again. When we're at maintenance and things are going smoothly, we have restored all the purposes, all the reasons that we're reverse dieting. So symptoms that we've downregulated our metabolisms. When we've restored all those things, our biofeedback is great. And we know that we'll actually be able to go into a cut and have our body be responsive. That's when we'll go. There is no set timeline of like, you need to reverse diet for this long, or yes, you can cut again in two months. Your body will let us know. And that is simply based off of how consistent you are dieting prior. It doesn't mean that you're being punished, but it does mean that we need to stop worrying and rushing it because rushing it and obsessing over like, okay, I'm ready to cut again. We're missing the point. The goal is not to lose, you know, body fat or lose weight in a reverse diet. The goal is to basically reverse everything that we did by trying to go about losing weight in the wrong way. So it just needs to take a back burner for a little bit. It's not necessarily meaning you can never lose fat again. It's not a pause in your progress. It's an essential piece of the puzzle. So before you go like, oh my gosh, I just wish that this reverse would go quicker, enjoy the season that you're in. Enjoy the phase that you're in. Enjoy being able to eat more food. Enjoy being able to rebuild trust with your body and know that you're doing what you need to do to rebuild strength and support your metabolism, support your hormones. Those kind of things take time. We didn't get where we are in like four, six, eight, 12 weeks, we're not necessarily going to be able to get out that quick. And that's okay. Because guess what? The time's going to pass anyways. And in a year or two from now, when you are in a super strong, healthy, lean physique, you're going to be so freaking grateful that you didn't self-sabotage and chase instant gratification right now, just in pursuit of losing fat when it wasn't going to work anyways. So if Remember, if you were in a spot where you weren't able to lose fat, you weren't eating enough, and your body was like, hey, what the frick are you doing? Then that is a good enough reason for you to say, hey, okay, I don't need to chase fat loss right now. I need to take a break from that and actually put my energy into something productive that's going to get me there eventually. It's totally okay to have the end goal of I want to lose some weight. I want to lose some fat. I want to look better. Okay, awesome. We need to get your body internally on board with that plan too. So this is usually what that season is about. And I want you to just focus on all the benefits that come alongside that, feeling better, celebrate the small wins, knowing that eventually you'll get there. You know, you're going to be focusing more on building right now, solidifying habits for long term. There was a reason that you were burnt out. Stop trying to work against yourself. <laughs> you know, there is a time and place for dieting and fat loss. And it's right now, it's not at this moment for you. And that's okay. I want you to know some key tips, key takeaways, so you can leave here feeling empowered, encouraged. So the first thing is 
understanding why you are doing this. So we've talked about, yes, you shouldn't be dieting more than once, maybe twice a year. And most of the time you should be spending your life at maintenance, but it's not necessarily about like, you just should do that. Why? Why are we doing this? You're wanting to probably optimize your health, optimize your quality of life, not feel like crap all the time, to give your body and your mind what they deserve, to be taken care of, to be nourished, to be supported, to be fueled. And really, it's about kind of almost digging into those uncomfortable emotions of, okay, I really have ran myself into the ground. I don't like how that feels. I don't like feeling tired all the time. I don't like how that affects my relationships. I don't like having terrible digestion, not sleeping well not feeling confident in my skin. I don't like how that affects my career. I don't like how that affects the way that my children see me take care of myself. I don't like how that affects my confidence when I go out on a date night with my husband or my boyfriend. All of those things. Like we need to really hold on and latch onto why we don't want to feel that way anymore and why this is our plan of attack instead. It's not going to get you through if you're just like, I just think this is the quick fix to getting, you know, lean again. I just want to reset my metabolism. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Yes, this is going to help you heal your metabolism and feel better. But we have to have a deeper reason. And my most successful clients, they have a deeper why. Something deeper is driving them. And they understand and are bought into this is going to help me not have to experience and continue perpetuating the cycle of the negative emotions again. The second thing is sort of two-part, but really we need to focus on consistency and intensity. So just because we're not in a fat loss phase doesn't mean that we just kind of go off the rails willy-nilly and eat everything or don't pay attention to hitting our macros or calories or protein or food quality. We want to learn to stay in a range. Consistency, remember, doesn't mean being perfect all the time. It simply means that we are the sum of what we do most of the time. So most of the time, we are cognizant of protein. We are cognizant of our calories. We are making food choices that digest well. And we are consistently following the plan. Now, to pair with that, intensity is just as important. And I want you to think of it this way, not necessarily intensity like probably in the way that you've thought about it before, high intensity, no days off, no rest, work harder, but use the calories that you are getting. So when you have extra calories coming in, we're using those for many different purposes. In a reverse diet, we're probably using them to upregulate our metabolic rate, to improve our functions that have downregulated, but also we're not focusing on like, oh, I have more energy, I'm gonna go run more. No. Cardio also is going to decrease. And when I say intensity, I want you to push yourself in your lifts. A huge, huge, huge piece that I see many women miss is that they still have the mindset of like, lifting is going to make me bulky. Lifting is going to make me bigger. That is not true. Use the fuel that you're getting, carbs. You're getting more carbs. You're having consistent protein. You need to bring and bring the heat in your workouts. Push yourself to increase weight. Progressive overload is like a very important part 
of the process of reverse dieting. You don't get the muscle definition you want. You don't get the toned look that you want by going through the motions and using the same 10 pound weights that you've always used. It's not going to magically happen. We have to give our bodies a reason to put on new lean body mass, a reason to become a burner, a reason to have shape and definition and get stronger. So use that and and focus instead on like intensity. Don't think intensity burn calories. Think intensity build. Think intensity strong. That's what I want you to start focusing on. So consistency across the board. And don't beat yourself up if you have a weekend off or you do what, like, don't be anal, but focus on consistency across the board. You're getting your lifts in, you're focusing on the basics most of the time, and you're bringing intensity where it counts. And lastly, this is a kicker. Most importantly, you need to trust. If you have a coach who knows what they're doing, follow that plan. Do not try to self-sabotage. Do not try to resort back to habits or thought patterns that obviously haven't served you in the past. Trust and understand that this is a long game. So part of like what you need is obviously out of the scope of what you've done before. And that's okay. Like that's totally fine. But trust that this is something that we are going to be doing long term. We are going to be focusing on building our body. We're ditching those old ways of thinking that aren't serving us. We're worrying less about burning, more on building. And we're thinking long-term. We're thinking, what can I sustain? And what ways of life, what habits, what lifestyle can I sustain for the rest of my life? Like I said, we have probably spent so much time, and I'm sure you have, spent so much time working against your body, working as if you're in a battle and it's freaking tiring. So stop trying to work against yourself. You know, focus on trusting that the longer you stay consistent with abundance with your food choices, ditching the restrictive patterns so then you're not going to be on this yo-yo cycle. You're remembering why you're doing this and you never want to go back to that. You're focusing on picturing your future self. How is she showing up? She's fueling. She's living her dang life. She's lifting consistently and getting strong and building a badass physique. She's focusing more on how she feels and, you know, improving her body composition. She's not worrying about the scale. She's letting go of the instant gratification mindset. She's getting strong. She's getting, you know, she's building the life overall that she wants. And it's not one that revolves around scarcity or stress or trying to shrink herself. Buy into the long game and trust yourself, trust your body that it will do what it needs to do. And in time, you'll get there. As long as you don't give up, the only way that you can mess it up, really, the only way you can fail any plan is if you quit. As long as you don't quit, you know, you fell off the off the planet for a bit. That's okay. I'm worried about how you pick up where you left off, how you don't let that completely pause your journey or completely derail you. I want you to focus on buying into the long game so that you can get off the cycle of losing and gaining the same 10 pounds and really digging yourself into a deeper hole. I don't want that for you. So trust yourself. If you need guidance, 
Get a trusted coach. Get somebody who knows what they're talking about who will be able to talk you off the ledge every once in a while if you need it. I know I've told you guys a bit about my journey. I really wish I could go tell little Elsie to just stick with it and not think she knew better because I didn't fully give myself to the process and it held me back. And I could have had much better results had I not thought that I knew better. So I am encouraging you to not make the same mistakes that I've made. And one of those is trust the process. That being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, if you join or learning about reverse dieting, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and review. Leave a review if you haven't already. I really appreciate that. We're trying to build up a little bit over here on these podcast platforms and give us a follow on Instagram too. I'd love to connect with you on there if we aren't already. My handle, everything is in the bio below. And then also, this is something very exciting that we are coming up into the new month of February. And I know that New Year's was like it's big, big rave of like all these new things coming out. But I have been sitting on this patiently for so long. And we are going to be launching a brand new reverse diet group program. So this is going to be group coaching where you basically get the blueprint that you need to learn how your body works, how to support your metabolism long-term, and basically how to reverse diet and go through that process with the accountability that you've been missing. If you've tried reverse dieting and self-sabotaged in the past, you need to one, have a community around you who's on the same path. And two, you need to understand the, the why and the reasoning behind it so that your mindset is with it. Because oftentimes we can understand, okay, this is what I need to do X, Y, Z, but implementing it and sticking with it is the hardest part. So if you want to find true food freedom and flexibility with your nutrition, you want to lose body fat and gain muscle, you want to improve and increase your metabolism, get strong, get snatched, hello, build that booty. I want you to spend 12 to 16 weeks with me in this group program and the application will be below. This is going to be launching in a couple of weeks, but I will launch the waitlist here because you guys are my faves. And if you have any questions on this, please reach out. But the group coaching program is going to be specifically for ladies who want to reverse diet and be able to live their dang lives again. 